One man, one microphone, and a lifetime of weird ass stories. Here he comes, Mapulos. Hello, folks, and welcome back to the Unbridled Enthusiasm podcast. I'm your host, Mark Pulos. It's good to be back. I uh, decided to do a podcast today about uh, a small part of my life growing up. Uh, I actually was a uh, a huge bowler, and uh, not even in the sense of like recreational on the weekends. Actually, to the point where there was a small time when I was like seventeen or eighteen that uh, I thought maybe. I could uh, go pro. It was a huge bowling family. Like, we all bowled. It was, uh, you know, one of those things that was, like, a really bright spot in my childhood, thinking back, you know. My mom and dad used to bowl on, uh, like, a weekend league, and uh, me, my brother, and sister were always on the same bowling team together, and... uh, like Saturdays and Sundays, and we travel a lot and bowl in tournaments, and you know it was just uh, a really cool time, you know. And in this uh, age of video games and and cell phones and stuff, if there's one thing I could give parents advice on is get your kids involved in like a bowling league, because. Uh, it's really a lot of fun. Builds friendships and and stuff and and I think right now as like you know younger kids, I think it's the only sport that they still keep score. You know, it just drives me insane watching these uh, these kids' football games and basketball games where nobody keeps score and everybody wins. It's just I don't know when it all changed, but, you know, winning and losing as a kid, it builds character. It it lets you know that life is hard, and it's really hard. And if you win and lose, you know, because a lot of people, they focus on the losing, you know. Oh, I, I don't know if we can have them lose because they're going to, you know, feel so bad. But nobody ever thinks about the other side of it. Like, you're not only taking away the kids feeling bad about losing, you're also taking away the kids feeling awesome because they won, you know? And that's that's a a great feeling, a feeling that every kid should have. And I had that feeling a lot when I was a kid with, uh, with bowling because, you know, I was an above average bowler I was a really good one I actually was not as good as as my brother and my sister but uh I was better than the rest and uh it was just a really fun time was uh they used to have this thing and I don't even know if it exists anymore probably does but uh it was called the uh MBJA I think the Midwest Bowling Junior Association, and basically it was just a collection of uh, tournaments that would go on across the country, and at your home bowling alley you would 
bowl and try to uh, get into the tournament. And if you got into it, you would get to, like, travel to places and bowl, which was, like, being, like, 12 or 13 or 14, it was just, like, an amazing thing. Because, like, you know, we traveled a lot for vacations here or there, but, uh, you know, it was, like, family vacations but this was kind of like a special thing like we were traveling because i accomplished something you know and it's you know hard to take that away and and there was a couple times where uh where my parents actually because there was a there was a small time there where the bowling team was me my sister my brother and two of our friends was our bowling team and we were just dominating everywhere we went and then uh we had this uh this tournament come up that was down in i think it was like fort dodge iowa and it was uh i don't know there was an age limit i know my sister wasn't involved in it It was just me and my brother and his two friends we all like went out for it. I think it was like a singles thing and not a team event, but we all qualified for it. So we got to go to Fort Dodge, Iowa. And I think at the time I was like, like 16, 17, maybe 16 or 17. And my brother was 20 and his buddies were 20. And and I just thought it was like so cool because my parents let me go with my brother and his friends like you know no supervision just us going down there and I remember that trip so vividly it was just so hilarious so we drove down there and uh, we got a hotel room and, and we were all staying in the same hotel room and uh we knew a lot of the same bowlers. They were all a lot from Minneapolis, so a lot of the bowlers that were staying in the hotel were friends of ours. So we ended up having a party in our hotel room, and uh, that night was just out of control. So we started out the night by ordering uh, ordering in some pizza and lasagna. So we ate that stuff. And then uh, everybody started drinking. I wasn't drinking at the time because obviously I was way too young and I didn't really have a taste for it at that point. So they were all drinking. And then uh, one of my friends uh, told me that one of my teammates was in the bathroom throwing up. And uh, it was just so gross, man. Like he had eaten a bunch of lasagna and then uh he had threw it like right back up so like in the sink in the bathroom was just like a whole pile of like undigested lasagna it was just thinking about it just makes my stomach turn but as i came out of uh of the bathroom like everybody was freaking out and and my other teammate was just howling laughing in the corner and I was like what the hell's going on 
And my brother's like, oh, my God, it was so ridiculous. John just hung his ass out the window and shit out the window. And I was like, oh, God. So he literally, like, opened, like, the sliding window and stuck his ass out and, like, shit out the window. Because he was like, I got to shit, I got to shit. And they're in the bathroom and I got to go. So he just, like, opened the window and shat out the window. It was just ridiculous. And man, I think it was maybe a couple minutes after that, there was a knock on the door, and it was security, obviously, because I don't know if you can shit out the window and continue your stay at a Holiday Inn. (laughs) So uh, my brother told me to get in the bathroom, and I was like, no, I don't want to get in the bathroom. Locks me in the bathroom with the pile of undigested lasagna. And I was like, oh, God. So uh, I didn't hear much of what was going on because I was in the bathroom. But I came out and he said uh, security just told him to stay right where they are because the police were coming and they were coming to arrest all of us or something like that. So he was like, you know, hurry up and pack your shit. We're out of here. So. We all had to pack up our shit, and uh, we rushed out of the hotel, and we got to our car. It was in the parking garage, and uh, they had a big cooler full of different liquors, and they had to just leave it in the parking garage because they were all freaked out. So then uh, we were driving around town, and it was like, 11.30 at night trying to find another hotel room and uh, so my brother went in and and he got a room and just said there was going to be one person staying in there and then he just like went around and opened the window and like six of us climbed into the hotel room and and crashed out there and the next day we uh, we were bowling and everybody was just hung over and exhausted and we did horrible but it was just one of those like yeah just one of those stories from my childhood that uh is really stuck in there deep cuz i feel like it was like that first time that i got to go on a trip by myself feeling like an adult you know and it was all thanks to bowling i uh I remember one other another tournament where uh so a lot of people don't know this but uh it was like 17 uh I was running into the house then I tripped and fell and I knocked my two front teeth out well I knocked the one tooth out and then the other one I broke it in half so the uh the right tooth is a cap and then the left tooth is just like a reconstructed tooth, but they're both fake. And uh, so that that day where I knocked both of my teeth out, the next day I was supposed to be bowling in a tournament. And uh, I obviously didn't want to go because I didn't have two front teeth because it was like, I want to say it was like Martin Luther King weekend or MEA. It was some like longer weekend where I wasn't going to be able to get to the dentist until Tuesday. So the tournament was on Sunday and I obviously did not want to go because I didn't have two front teeth. (laughs) And uh, 
I'll never forget this. My mom's like, you have to go. And I just, I, don't, I remember at the time I was just like, I can't believe my mom is forcing me to bowl without two front teeth. And she was like, oh, nobody will notice. Just, just bowl, you know, curl your lip over your front teeth and nobody will notice. Everybody noticed. What happened to your teeth, kid? Why ain't you got no teeth? Why'd you knock your teeth out every five minutes? What a nightmare. Well, newsflash, I bowled like shit. But, uh, yeah, my brother was an amazing bowler, man. He bowled a couple 300s. And if you don't know what a 300 is, that's a strike in every frame. Perfect game. He had a, uh, a gold ring that said, uh, that he bowled a 300. And he gave it to my nephew. He still got it. It's a pretty amazing thing, man. I never got anywhere close to bowling a 300. I think the best I ever did was like a 276 or something. But I was a really consistent bowler. Like my average was 230 for a long time. And, uh, I mean, there was a very small window of time where I actually thought that maybe I could make a go of it and, and be a professional bowler. I just remember the one guy from our team, he ended up uh, trying to be in the PBA for a while. And uh, he ended up buying a bowling alley and uh, just one of the best bowlers I've ever seen in my entire life, like, just fucking around he's thrown like 10 300s or some craziness or i think it's even more than that i think it's like 27 27 300s it's just ludicrous but uh i just remember bowling as a team and we were just like unstoppable and it was funny because my mom recently moved out of our childhood home and uh, we were going through the whole house and I don't know if you've had to pack up a house that's existed for 37 years, but it takes a while, man, and you find some crazy shit when you're going through the house. But uh, we found this, like, uh, flyer or something that had, you know, what we call the dream team on it where it was me and my brother and my sister and and the two friends we were just unstoppable and it was just hilarious because i guess i didn't really think about it or anybody really brought it up about the name of our team and we named ourselves the genuine drafts and if you feel that tingle that just went up your back that is a douche chill <laughs> we were the the genuine drafts but uh we bowled in a tournament one time and uh we were just dominating as we always did and we were bowling against i think it was either like minnetonka or some other city because it was like we bowled we bowled at the Golden Valley Bowling Alley a lot because my dad was friends with the owners. So we got a good discount on the bowling and the practice and stuff. So 
what they would do is they would have tournaments in the bowling alley, and then whoever won the tournament would go to the state championship. So it would be whoever was the best team at each city bowling alley. So you'd be representing Golden Valley, and they'd represent Minnetonka and stuff. So we were bowling against Minnetonka, and I have never met a more obnoxious group of children in my entire life. They all were wearing the same shirts and pants and shoes, and anytime somebody threw the ball, they would just, like, clap long, loud, and obnoxious. So uh, we just started mocking them, and uh, we got in trouble by the, the tournament officials. <laughs> like, <clears throat> but they were just being douches. But people are like, you know... Bowling, it's a pretty reserved sport. Um, no, I've seen people like come to fistfights over bowling matches. I mean, my brother played hockey for a little bit, and uh, hockey parents are insane. But uh, I think it's more insane to be an angry bowling parent. It doesn't make any sense, you know. <laughs> Just rolling a ball down a alley at some pins you know let's all try to have fun you know <laughs> but uh my nephew's huge into bowling and he is just an absolute natural at it it's amazing to watch him he's won like a shit ton of tournaments he's gotten trophies and patches and i mean the kid's eight years old and he doesn't even have a handicap which is ridiculous <sighs> Yeah, I just uh I just remember I was like the complete numb nut when it came to pulling. I had the rhino bag with the two balls. I had the uh the wrist support spider hand brace. I had the uh uh I had my own shoes, which I had to have specially made because uh you can't just go into any bowling supply store and buy 16 size 16 bowling shoes so i had to have them made specially but uh, i thought it was the coolest thing ever where i found bowling shoes that looked like tennis shoes so it was like a tennis shoe but on the bottom it was like a bowling shoe with that the the shit that you need for bowling and i just thought it was like so amazing because you know, most of the bowling shoes, they're made out of, like, that hard leather, and there's, like, an edge on it, and it kind of Fs with the back of your heel and the side of your foot. So <clears throat> when I found bowling shoes that were, like, tennis shoes, it was, like, you know, so amazing. I'm bowling in tennis shoes. So, yeah, I had the the two balls, the spider wristband. I had the my own shoes. I had uh, my own towel. I had... Uh, little rosin bag I was uh I was the complete knob when it came to bowling but uh it was a fun thing man just you know really fun to bowl and you know a lot of good memories with uh with my family and the bowling I just it was just so funny because like every Saturday morning it was you know we were gonna go to bowling and my dad He'd get up early. He always got up early. And uh, 
go down and has have his cup of coffee and then he would go and uh and pick up burger king breakfast sandwiches before we headed out to uh to the bowling alley and it was just so funny to me because it's like any normal family you go out to get some takeout or fast food or whatever you know get a sandwich for each person you know not my dad he would roll through the burger king drive through and he'd be like you know give me a give me a couple egg couple bacon couple sausage couple ham handful of hash browns some of this and that so he'd come back and he'd have like you know there's five of us in the family and at the time all growing kids but i always thought it was strange that he would bring back like 12 sandwiches and and nine hash browns it's just like you know my brother when he uh when he graduated high school he was almost uh he was like five foot eleven and like four hundred and forty pounds and uh he ended up losing like almost three hundred pounds but uh I just always laugh I was like maybe it had something to do with the fact that Dad got twelve sandwiches every Saturday and expected us to eat them all that day or over the course of the next couple of days but uh it's just those good memories, man, you know, of childhood and, and, uh, and I don't know what it was, man. It was just a family thing where, where bowling was just ingrained when we were kids, you know, and, and we were all really good at it, you know, it's just so strange. You know, my mom was good at it. My, my dad was okay and I was above average, but my brother and sister, man, they were, really good and uh my sister doesn't do that much bowling anymore but uh she kind of messed up her knee and you know my brother's passed away and yeah and it's just so much fun to get together to to watch my nephew bowl and uh I just recently started getting back into it because um for a long time there, my brother was bowling with my nephew in, like, the mixed divisions and, uh, like, the adult child tournaments and stuff like that, and so I've done a couple of them with my nephew, and I don't think I still have the same mojo as I did back then, but uh, still above average, still feeling pretty good about my skills as a bowler, but uh, just to sit there and watch my nephew just just fucking light it up i mean he's so good and uh it's just funny because like the only thing he was worried about was getting a, a fireball he wanted a bowling ball that looked like it had flames on it so that's what we did we got him a fireball yeah so yeah in case you didn't know uh in in addition to being an accomplished comedian, a casino worker, gambler-aholic, put bowler on that list. Semi-professional bowler. Had the juice. Almost took it to the top. But, uh, yeah, if you got kids, man, 
Put them in a bowling league somewhere, man. They might hem and haw as they're trying to put their iPods and iPhones on. You're just like, just get out there. Make some friends, man. Enjoy it. Because uh, I think bowling's only the one of the last sports out there where uh, they actually keep score and there's a winner and a loser and you get a trophies and patches and you feel like you accomplished something. So... It's been another Unbridled Enthusiasm podcast. Uh, you can always... Um, I think I mentioned it last episode, but we are now on iTunes. So if you want to subscribe to the podcast, every time I upload a new one, it will uh, appear in your iTunes. So subscribe. It's uh, Unbridled Enthusiasm podcast on iTunes. And uh, you can always get all things Mark Poulos on Facebook at Mark Poulos Comedian or at LargeDrunkMan.com. And uh, all my funny songs are up on SoundCloud. All my comedy albums are up on iTunes and uh, got rooftop comedy and a bunch of other stuff on the Internet. Just, uh, just Google my name, Mark Poulos, and you'll see a shit ton of stuff. Sometimes I do it. Sometimes I Google my own name. I think we all do it, you know. It's got to suck for people that aren't in the the cultural zeitgeist because they probably get just one result of when they had a DUI or something. They just see their mug shot up there. And it's just funny to me to to see how far I can go in the page results until it's not really me anymore. It's like Mark Pooley or something like that. I did it one day. I think I got to like nine pages in, and they were still talking about me, which I thought was pretty cool. But, uh, yeah, so this has uh, been another Unbridled Enthusiasm podcast. Tune in next time when we talk about who knows. <laughs> <laughs>